When Jesus says, well, you've heard it say, do not mm. commit adultery, but you mm. have lust in your heart, you've broken the law. He takes it and says, you've lowered the law thinking, well, I haven't slept around. And Jesus is like, right. you did in your mind, therefore you're guilty. Oh. And that's what should cause humility in all of us. Yeah, you're referencing the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter five in particular. Right. The Sermon on the Mount, you'd say Jesus is the greatest preacher of the law ever. I can't help but think this. You know, God gave the law to Moses on a mountainside. And then God, the God-man, Jesus Christ, on the side of a mountain, preaches the law. Amen. The greatest amazing. sermon on the law ever preached. The Lord himself in human flesh is going to speak it. That's right. On a side, on a mountain. I mean, it's incredible. You can't make that up, right? I mean, right. that's just a, an incredible parallel from Sinai to the Sermon on the Mount. And so the Lord is now in human flesh going to exposit the law as it's intended to be understood and used and applied. And he does what you just said. He starts in verse 17 of Matthew 5. It's important to realize I didn't come to abolish the law and the prophets, but to fulfill it. Right. Huge. And then he's saying you ought never remove anything from this law. Whoever does that will be least in the kingdom of God. But whoever upholds these things and teaches others to do the same will be great in the kingdom of God. That's huge. And then he says that they need to have a righteousness that exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees. Then he gets into this whole business of, you've heard it said. Mm. And he talks about anger and, and lust. So he said, you've heard it said that you shouldn't murder. But I'm telling you, if you've got anger in your heart toward your brother, you've broken the law. Yeah. Right. And you've heard it said, don't commit adultery. I'm telling you, if you've lusted after somebody, you've broken the law. Right. And that's how he starts right. after saying, I came to fulfill it. <laughs> well, going you know? back to, to Luke and to Matthew, yeah. both of these men were trying to exalt themselves to be righteous. Yeah. So going back to James, James says, humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. Mm -hmm. They were literally saying, God, they're saying, good teacher, Jesus, mm -hmm. what must I do to continue my exaltation into heaven? And it's amazing. James, the brother of Jesus says, it's when you come to the point, you realize you have nothing. It's yes. at that moment, God exalts Amen. you, not your obedience. So what must I do to be saved? In answer, nothing. Nothing. You, you don't do anything. You receive what Christ has done for you. And you, and you receive that by what? Faith. That's right. Trust, acceptance. Right? I mean, that's the language of our confession. Mm -hmm. Receiving, accepting, hoping in Christ alone for justification, sanctification, and eternal life. I mean, that's, that's right. it. So one is born into new life. One does not born yes, themselves. That's right. And so, <laughs> and even that faith, right, is what? It's the gift of God, mm, you know, and, and it's a fruit in one sense, right, of regeneration. It's a fruit of the new birth. And so this is something that the Lord does. I mean, salvation is of the Lord. It belongs to him. We receive what God has done for us in Christ. We don't achieve anything in the eyes of God that would justify us. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for listening. Today's reminder is from a recent Theocast episode hosted by John Moffat and Justin Perdue. Everyday Grace is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to help support our ministry, please visit theocast.org slash give.